Hey guys, welcome back to the Investment Fund Secrets Podcast. Today we're gonna to talk about how to launch a real estate fund. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is gonna give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Boom, people, welcome back to the show. Today, we're gonna talk about how to launch a real estate investment fund. So for people out there that are house flippers, that are bird dogs, that are doing wholesaling, if you wanted to ever scale your investments through a fund model, we're gonna walk through that right now using the fund launch formula specifically for real estate people. It's gonna be a fun episode. We've talked about kind of things around this before, but this episode we're gonna dive into it. By the way, my dad is the co-founder of a $20 billion family of funds that are primarily focused on real estate. So they're buying essentially massive apartment complexes, fixing them up and flipping them. So instead of a flipping a house for 100 grand, you sell it for 150, they're buying apartment complex for 25 million, fixing it up and selling it for 38 million. Okay, same concept, just a lot bigger scale and they use a fund to do it because otherwise it's, it's very hard to do it in other realms. Okay, so let's dive into it. So when launching a real estate fund, where do you start? How do you get going? Now, I was just recently talking with Aaron Wagner. He's one of our mastermind mentors. He came on our live coaching call to our mastermind group. By the way, our mastermind group is, we have a couple hundred people in there that are all launching and starting funds. So he came in live to the group. We do live Q and A's, pretty fun. So Aaron came in live last week. We sat down and he started to talk about his journey getting into the real estate world. And now he does lots of hospitality. He actually does a lot of different things. Storage units, runs WAGS Capital, has about $2 billion in enterprise value between all of his businesses that he owns. Pretty impressive guy. So anyways, inside of there, he was talking about this. And I've heard this from dozens of people. Step one of this fund launch formula, of launching a real estate fund for anything is, isn't go find the legal docs. It's not go find the investors. It's go find an amazing deal. Number one is the deal. And you'll hear that from everybody. That's that's the same on private equity. This is the same for hedge funds. Go find the investment, find the deal. In real estate, you call them bird dogs, right? Bird dog goes out and finds the deal and you'll bring them to a real estate investor and they pay you a fee or commission or wholesalers do this. They connect buyers and sellers. You get five grand fee. This is how Aaron Wagner started out. So Aaron, he was in college and he started to find these deals and he was making sometimes 10, 15 grand a deal. But the people he was giving the deal to, they were ripping 60, 70, 80 grand on the same deal. And he was the guy doing all the work. He was like, huh, he's like 10 grand's great, but I would love to rip 80 grand doing the same amount of work. How can I do this? And this is what he used. Okay, so he said, first step number one is find the deal, right? If you have a good deal, money will find you. An example my dad gave me about this, some of you might've heard this before, but he said, Bridger, because I was always worried about launching a fund. The, one of the biggest questions people have, well, I don't have a track record. I don't have experience. I don't know how to get started. This is the way you get experience to get started, right? And he said, Bridger, step number one is you need to find an amazing deal. He says, I want you to imagine for a second with me that we just found a Lamborghini in Billings, Montana, and that Lamborghini we could buy this weekend for 50K. And he's like, just go with me. This is an example. Let's say we get, it's all verified. We had a mechanical guy. This Lamborghini is $50,000. We have a buyer on Monday in California that'll buy it for, let's call it $200,000. Over the weekend, Bridger, could you find $50,000? And I'm like, everything's verified, Bridger. Everything's verified. And he said, yeah. 
I, I think I, you, really? You think you could? I was like, I think I could call a former boss. I could call aunt, uncle, right? I could find the 50 grand. You guys know that in real estate. You can find them. If you have a good enough deal, you can find the money, okay? And then he asked me, Berger, can you find 50 grand? I said, yeah, I think I can find 50 grand. He goes, what about 100 grand? And I said, yeah, I think I could. And he says, aha, there it is. It's not the lack of experience. It's not the lack of, I, I don't have an Ivy League degree. It's a lack of confidence in the deal. See, if you're confident enough in the deal, you can find 50 grand, 100 grand. Now you might go bridge, that's easy, but try to find 3 million, 5 million, 10 million. My dad, I told you, co-founder of a $20 billion family of funds. He said when they launched their first real estate funds, they would go to Mrs. Johnson's office and Mrs. Johnson was a wealthy woman in the area, right? Really wealthy and she was gonna invest. And right before they got there, Mr. Harvard had just walked out, Mr. Ivy League. And Mr. Harvard, you know, has the, has the degree, has the experience and, and their pitch is this, usually the Harvard guys, they go, Hey, Mrs. Johnson, we theorize in the next 18 months, we can start buying properties. And we theorize that we're so smart and we're Ivy league that, that we're going to figure it out. And that's their pitch. My dad would come in say, Hey, Mr. Harvard leaves. They walk into the same room. Hey, you know, we're also launching a real estate fund. However, you know, we don't have an Ivy League degree, but we just found a property. It's in Miami, Florida, and it's $8.2 million. We can buy it at the end of this month for 4.1 million, almost half off. And the guy's going into bankruptcy. He needs to sell it quickly. If we can close by the end of the month, we can, at 4.2 or 4.1, we can buy this. And we just had it appraised. I mean, this is a good deal. He said nine times out of 10, they chose the deal over the degree. And so that's how they got scaled their initial funds and, and did very well. So, so I'm getting, I'm going longer on the deal. So step number one is the deal. Step number two, after you find the deal, don't go do legal docs. Don't go do that. Step number two is frame the deal out. Okay. Step two, frame it out, get it all ready, get it on Excel spreadsheet. You don't need to do all this crazy stuff, but frame it out, make a model, make sure how everyone's going to make money. Step three is then go raise money. Okay, raise money. You might go, Bridger, wait, I don't have legal docs. How am I supposed to raise money without legal docs? And Mrs. Johnson, how they would pitch Mrs. Johnson in the office, back to my dad's thing, they say, hey, our legal docs are getting done in a couple weeks, but if everything checks out, can we put you down for $700,000 on this deal? And she'd go, yeah, I think so. If everything checks out and it works out and you go, hey, you can hire a real estate guy, have him look at this property. We're pretty smart, we think, and, and just look at the deal. They pitch the deal over the degree and they would get soft commitments from Mrs. Johnson and get the money ready. And then, and only then they would come do the legal docs. Step four, last step would be legal docs. Now this is the same, by the way, if you're launching a fund or a syndicate, we'll go into that in just a second. Okay. So there is the fund launch formula, four steps, find a deal, frame it out, find the money. And guess what? If you don't find money, that's okay. Go back to the start, just loop on back to this beginning and you can go find another deal. Maybe your deal just wasn't good enough and come back to those investors. Don't burn bridges with investors. They say, no, say no, if this is your money, no worries. But if I, what kind of deal do you want me to find? Go back, find the deal. And uh, this is how you build your tracker. Real estate, you guys know this, how this is how you build a tracker, okay? But this is the split now between funds and syndications. Okay, I'm gonna put syndication down here and I'm gonna put fund up here, okay? So syndication and fund. Let's go through the, syndication essentially is a deal by deal basis. Syndication means you are syndicating money together from different sources. You're most likely right here. You're going to put it into an LLC 
that LLC and all your investors are now partners. And let's say you retain 15% equity because you found the deal. And then 85% equity is available pro rata how much money you put in as an investor. Okay. You set up an LLC, the LLC goes and buys, you know, does the deal, buys the real estate deal, whatever it is, does the deal. And then ta-da, you make money. All your investors get money back and you go and you find another deal. And I think house flippers are probably the best people on the planet at doing syndications. They go find a deal, they find hard money lenders, they find investors, they gotta renegotiate, they gotta set up a new entity, they do the deal and they go back to the start. I have one friend, uh, he's flipped over 300 houses, primarily doing syndications. And he'll tell you, a lot of people tell you, it's, it's, I call it the hamster wheel of syndications because it's this ongoing loop. And I was talking to my friend, he's like, I flipped a lot of houses, but the guys who made the most money were the guys with the money that were lending me the money, the funds out there. And he said, that's where you wanna be. Because this is a syndication. Every time you gotta go repitch investor, and this time the investor wants more equity or they wanna renegotiate terms or wait, I gotta hold on for, for six weeks before I put money in. My dad, when he started out, was doing syndication. And this is, by the way, a great way to build your track record. If you don't have a track record, go do syndication deals and get give your investors more equity. That's fine on the first couple deals build a name for yourself. And then over time you can ask for more and more. My dad on his, he was doing syndication deals. They had money into an LLC. It was a big deal. I think it was a five, $6 million deal on the, they were closing on Friday. They already, already had hard money down. One, their last investor didn't put in like 80 grand. His, he's like, oh, sorry, my bonds didn't clear. I can't get the money out. I'm, I'm so sorry. And they lost the entire deal. And at that moment, my dad said, we can no longer do this hamster wheel syndication process. We need to scale through a fund. And I'll walk you through what that means here in a second. But they, they decided when you launch a fund, you only have to do this once and then you can scale and do as many deals as you want. So up here, same process. You find good deals. You frame it out. You pitch investors. Legal docs for a fund are a little bit more expensive. Okay. They're going to cost you 25, 30 grand to do. And I, through our mastermind group, we actually give you templates and actually we help you do it for about five grand. But, um, if you're just off the street, if you went to talk to a lawyer, it's probably 25 grand for legal docs. That's what stops a lot of people from launching a fund. However, after you launch a fund, you can do as many deals as you want inside of that fund. So up here, I'm putting all these squares. These are deals, deal, 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 deal. You only have to raise money once. You only have to pitch those investors once you set your legal docs up once and you can do as many. So as I talked to my, my house flipper friend, right? He's flipped 300 houses. I said, I was like, dude, you, uh, his name's Mike, Mike, you should go and launch a fund. He said, Bridger, I'm actually already kind of doing that. He goes, I found an investor. We have a, you know, I have a sentence we're doing lots of deals and now he can flip houses. Doesn't have to worry about raising money every time and renegotiating. He sets up the fund once and can do as many deals as he wants in my fund. I did hamster wheel this thing for a little bit, built my tracker, and then I did a fund. And through this fund, we've done over, I think, 275 deals in our third fund. I do debt deals, so we're doing loans. And I just roll the money back in the fund. I pay my investors out. I don't have to worry about raising new money because the money's already committed to my fund. And that's the huge benefit. That's why everyone that scales, you see the top Forbes list of finance people, they all run funds because it is the most lucrative way to scale. This is how you scale up here. This is how you really make it big. This is how my dad's funds. They set up a fund and now they could go flip 
a $35 million apartment complex. They could show proof of funds right up front. They already have the money. They have the investors. Everything's lined up. They can close that very quickly on deals and they can do the deal. They have the money for the rehab. They do it and they make money. Because as you know, if you've ever done real estate, it's always a hard, you have hard money lenders. You need a more, a bigger line of credit. You're always pulling all these levers. When you set up a fund, a lot, and now there's still problems that come up, but you have the money to solve them. You have money to go hire lawyers and pay for accounts and stuff. And the best part about this whole thing, because you might be asking, Bridget, well, it's going to be expensive. Running a fund is a big deal. It's a lot of money for legal docs. I got to get accountants. I got to, hold on, you control the money. And those are costs of the fund if you want them to be. So if, if you're worried about, man, I don't want to spend, you know, for an accountant and a lawyer, legal team, it's okay. Go raise the money. The money, it's a cost of the business. The business, the investors pay you to hire the lawyers, to hire the accounts, to build the team to get those bank relationships. And a lot of you guys know it's it's just as hard to flip a small home as it is to flip a big home because you have more money to play with. That's the same thing here when scaling through a fund. So hopefully that helps a little bit. That's the fund launch formula, four steps, syndications versus funds. Now you might be asking finally, Bridger, I just, I, I'm too young. That's how my, my biggest thing, right? I was, I'm too young. There's no way I could do this, right? I need to be a part of the Vanderbilt family, some pedigree, or I need an Ivy League degree to do this. Guys, I started my first fund when I was 23 years old and um, started my first syndicates when I was 22. And now I'm, I'm, I just turned 25 years old. And my pitch to investors, you might say, Britt, Bridget, that's pretty, you're pretty young. And maybe you have your, use your dad's connections. By the way, my dad's never invested in any of my funds. What I do when I pitch investors is I say, guys, I'm young. Well, first off, I give them my pitch, right? I'm like, we're doing all these loans. It's really great, blah, blah, blah. And I stop a mid-sentence. I go, okay, before I go any further, I know you think I'm way too young to be here. And they always are like, yep, that's exactly right. And I go, well, let me explain this to you. Because I'm young, that gives me an advantage over other people. And they go, what do you mean by that? I said, well, hey, if I was 55 years old and I had been successful in my career, I have a lifestyle I have to live. I got a, I live in a big house. I got a big car payment. I take my family to Hawaii twice a year. And that is the lifestyle I need to live. And I need to take a lot of money from the fund. I need to be making lots of money. And I say, if I was 55 years old, I would be looking to make a lot of money for myself and make my investors less money. I go, because I'm young, I'm trying to give my investors the highest return possible. Because I live in a, I, an apartment. I pay 200 bucks a month for rent. I drive a car my car payments paid. I have no expensive. I have, I have no reason to defraud the fund. If I was 55 years old and I have these big car payments, I have a reason to maybe commit fraud. Guys, I have no reason to commit fraud and I'm trying to build a name for myself. What's most important to me is my investors love me. And I hope you go tell all your other investors so that when I'm 45 or 35, I can really take a lot of money home. But I'm trying to build a track record. And because I'm young, I don't have kids. I don't have a, this huge mortgage. I can fly anywhere. I can stay up late. I can work longer hours because I'm young. So I use that to my advantage. People your whole life are going to tell you you're tall, you're fat, you're short, you're skinny. They're going to tell you every reason that's wrong with why you can't do something. And you've got to find the reasons why you can do it. And one of my mentors told me, this is the best thing he ever told me, he said, Bridger, lean into your constraints. Whatever you believe a con your constraints are, for me, it's too young. Lean into that. Use that as your advantage to do it. Bridger, I don't have a track record. That's your advantage. Because you don't have a track record means you're going to be scrapped. You're going to give more money to your investors. You're going to find better deals. You're going to stay up late. You're going to look for mentors. By the way, I use mentors all the time. I leverage mentors because they want to help young people, right? I say, hey, you know, Mrs. Mentor, can you come just look at these deals with me? Help me out and 
and just help a young college kid. I use that all the time and then they eventually become my investors because they see that I have a good heart and I'm trying to do this. I use that to my advantage. Now, if you have a big track record, if you have great investors, use that to your advantage, right? But I'm telling you, you can do it. There are hundreds of people like me and you that are scrappy entrepreneurs that didn't go to Harvard or Stanford or didn't weren't born in the Vanderbilt family that are going out and doing this every day because we're scrappy and we get things done. I hope that cleared some things up for you. By the way, this isn't all inclusive. We have other videos. So if you check out like our private equity playlist, if you're listening on the podcast, come over to our YouTube channel, a different playlist or listen back. This is, um, I could probably talk for two hours on this and how to distribute money and the whole thing, but we have other videos that do that, right? I wanna keep these videos relatively short and in, in good chunks. So check out other playlists. If you wanna subscribe, whatever, give us a review, that'd be great. And uh, so you, we can send out more content to you. Also, if you're interested in our mastermind or other groups, we go very in depth, right? I do coaching. You can go to investmentfundsecrets.com. We, we have a mini vault that we sell and also a mastermind program that we have. And then also in the future, we're doing an inner circle group, pretty fun. So if you're interested, I think there's links below or above whatever video you're watching here. You can figure that out. Um, but hopefully this helps and I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Hey, hey, wasn't that awesome? Hey, if you want to learn more about funds, I actually have the unique opportunity to sit down with a co-founder of a 20 billion dollar family of funds for an entire hour. And he did a full training on how he launched his fund, how to find investors, how to find your niche in that space. If you're interested, go to investmentfundsecrets.com. You can hop on that training for absolutely free. Listen to him for a full hour. It's an incredible training. And that knowledge actually as a mentor helped me launch my first fund. I think you guys will really enjoy it. See you on there. Bye.